Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a project that might convince me to start smoking, a way to get the perfect tie length, and it's time to take shots of salad. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, and I am KT Data, and joining me is a man who's usually mild manner, but I discovered something about him. Do not get in between this man and his bagel. (laughs) Drew Tyler, how are you doing today, Drew? I love, I love the way you bring me in every time. Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm doing wonderful, and that, it's true. Do not, not mess with my bagels. I'm just checking, like you're, you know, you, you had your bagel today and everything, and you know the intern got you everything right, right? Fine. I don't. Everything's I don't, fine. Okay. Just, don't you just, worry. I'm in a happy mood. We're fine. Let's move forward. All right. I'm, I'm just making sure we don't get rage in between. So <laughs> uh, everything is fine. You know. <laughs> I never, I never get angry with anybody. So that's just a really funny story. You have to listen to the Little Big Cast if you want to hear the bagel story. I just, I got mad for once in my life, and I was just firm with the customer service folks. Yeah, LittleBigCast.com. All right, if you guys have never seen the KitCast before, first of all, welcome. And what Drew and I do is we scour the internet. Oh, day in, Speci- day out. Yeah, especially crowdfunding sites to find you the latest, the greatest, the cool, the weird, the bizarre crowdfunding projects out there, and we bring them back to you. We got a load you, today. And we, we tell you if you should back, track, or sack them. So before we jump into the um, projects, we have a little bit of tips slash news for all you people who are thinking about starting a crowdfunding project. So yes. learn from the masters. Yeah, we'll start out with this. Uh, um, that's actually a twofer now, so we're giving you ah. a bang for the buck this time. Yep. Um, we are giving you project page tips. So there's two pages on there, um, and a lot of the information kind of overlaps, so we put it into one. Um, the first one is a blog post on Kickstarter, and it begs the question, what makes a good project page on there? And they went out and asked six Kickstarter um, project creators who had successful projects um, out there, what makes a good project page? And and it looks like they went to one. It looks like they grabbed one from just about every like, you know, uh, groupings. You know, fashion, dance, comics, tech, tech. So. Yeah. Um. So, the question is, Drew, if I asked you what you think was their number one answer, what would you think that would be? I, I would love to think that it would be have a great solid story. You know, story in your video, and I and I know that's some of their answers, but um, I think. I've read this. I know what the answers are. Um, I think that it really, they they got it really concise. They did a good job of getting the answers concise. So for me, it's storytelling and, and being genuine. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, um, that that's the greatest thing. And like part of the storytelling, of course, is in my opinion, one of the most important things is the video. So if right. you don't have a video, that's a big problem already at the beginning on there um and this was actually pretty interesting that i i didn't think about and i guess the kickstarter pages can track this but if your video is watched about 50 percent, so over 45 percent of the time you're complete you're, if you have like a completion, completion rate yeah, or whatever yeah. yeah completion rate you have a better chance of having your project fund Excellent. so drew as a guy who teaches video how do you get people to watch at least half your video I have all the answers. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I have the answers. In fact, tomorrow at Hack Ogden, I'm doing a whole bit on uh, how to how to shoot well. It comes down to uh, keeping your your audience interested, which means you keep it short. If I see a video that's over two and a half, three and a half minutes, I'm not even going to plan on getting through half of it. So I love a two and a half minute video, and I love it to be well paced, good clean pictures, good clean audio. Um, really, it comes down to knowing 
what you're going to do before you get there. It's the ones that just throw up the phone and just start kind of blabbering and talking on and on and on. And it's just like this handheld, like, here, let me tell you about my project for the next three or four or five or six minutes. Those are the ones that I, I think aren't ready to tell that story. They just are excited to talk about it. You've got to take that energy and confine it into like this this arc. Like, here's what I'm doing. Here's how you're going to help me get there. And here's where your money goes. Like, it's it, there's a natural progression to that to kind of get people excited about what you're doing. Uh, so for me, it's good, clean stuff all the way around. Concise message, clean audio, clean video. I could go on and on and on. Yeah. Um, as somebody who watches a lot of Kickstarter videos and crowdfunding videos in general, keeping it in general under two minutes is good. Five yes. minutes is kind of pushing it, but if it's a really good story and the way you're telling it is good, I'll, I'll hang around. But, you know, I see those 10-minute ones and I'm like, oh, man. And, and for me, you've got, to, you've got to show what it is you're working on. If you are making a comic, if you are doing a project with a, with a film or video or something, uh, you, you've, the more you show of what you've got, the better, right? The more that I see of your project visuals the more likely I am to stick around because that's what I'm digging through that video for. I want to know how far along are you in the process? What have you got to show for it so far? Yeah, um, and that's actually another thing is we're, we've talked about the moving pictures. Now we're talking about the still pictures. Images, images, images. Good mm -hmm. images is always good. I mean, that's something I look through too. You know, if you have a giant wall of text, I'm not that inclined to read it on there. Um, but you have nice giant pictures that kind of guide you through the page layout and everything that is something that is actually really good um that's the you know even on the uh our, our second website that's on crowd crux they talk about that too is um uh just be just it goes back to the video and making it sure you're a little bit more visual um and one of the greatest tips i found out is if you you know, you're like, all right, KT Drew, I'm not a photographer. I'm definitely not a videographer. How do I get this? One of the best tips on <laughs> these pages, it says, beg, borrow, steal yes. to get a good video or get yes. good images. You'd be surprised how many people out there shoot video or um, take There's pictures. And they're good, too. That's a lot of us, yeah. So go find a friend who will do it for you, you know, take them out to lunch or something. And, and I often, I'll get requests from people. In fact, this, gosh, this semester alone, I probably had or five people just random emails hey i'm looking for a student that can help us so there are people who you know know where to go local university is a great place to go to get uh student work um and if you offer just you know token payment just thank you for your time i'd love your expertise make me video uh either that or i've seen it work favorably when somebody offers a uh, you can't quite do a percentage because you should be calculating your projects out to be like specific like cost benefits for, uh, throughout your project, but you can kind of bring them on board as part of the team as you launch something and say, make us a video, and should we fund, and if things go well, you'll get X number of dollars plus this much if we hit stretch goals or something. You know, So you can bring somebody on as a team member and, and get, get more of their skill. Yeah, and then so finally two more points that I kind of want to point it out. Early momentum is always key. So starting out strong is something that you want to do out there. So, you know, what you, I, I love this idea of finding people before you actually start your project and yes. then having them ready to click that um, um, back pro button right when you launch. So you got a good starting out and it makes people to, um, you know, they're like, whoa, they've already raised this much money in X amount of time. And that helps keep the momentum yeah. going and just invigorating Huge. updates, everything, you know, pe keep people excited until the end of your project. And that's always a grateful help. And this one's actually, this last tip is more for petty reasons than anything else press can help drive your campaign up. 
It's true. It's true. If you if you have those things in line before you launch or right shortly after you launch to say, post this on this day or make this blog post on this day or whatever, that you can you can kind of give that that early momentum some continued pushing as, as you get people onto the, onto the project. Yeah. So press has a loud voice, and it comes back down to the to the broadcast, right? A lot of us have the narrow cast taken care of with our Twitter streams and our Facebooks. But when you want that broadcast, it, it'll blow it up for you. Yeah. And Drew, you've worked in traditional media on there. Don't they like, aren't they always looking for these kind of things anyways to cover? They are. And, and I can, I could spend an entire, <laughs> another entire hour talking about what the press is looking for. But really, if you've got something that's novel, they'll jump on it. If you've got something that's, that's timely, that has to do with the season or, or the, the time that they're thinking about that'll work. And if, and if you've got anybody of prominence, in your project, I mean, all those things are things that the the press will look at it and say, "Hmm, do, does our majority of our our viewership want to know about this?" Yes, and let's let's find something you know something to do with it. So uh, that goes for everything: TV, video, radio, all of them. All right. So those are some tips. If you guys want to find out more details about this, just head on over to KitCast.net. Look in the show notes. Both of these articles are great to read. They have great information um, if you're going to start a project and just think, things to think about. So I love it. Yes. Um, this is yet another reason why you and I should start a kick a Kickstarter consulting yes. company, right? Yes. All right. So, you know, usually crowdfunding's all rosy and, and sunny, right? So we have to cover a little bit of the dark side. So what happens when people don't fill their promise in the Kickstarter? First, I think it's just uncool. But the attorney general in Washington State thinks that you're in big trouble. So, um, uh, to kind of give you a little bit of background into this, Ed Nash, he had a project for custom playing cards. Playing cards are usually safe on crowdfunding projects. They're quick, easy, and they usually get out on there. Um, and he had this um, theme called Asylum, so they're kind of these dark little um, themes that's coming out. They ended up raising $25,000 from 810 people. Wow. Uh, you know, It was supposed to be delivered by December 2012. Um, didn't make that deadline. And then um, Ed Nash stopped talking to the um, crowdfunding backers. Like disappeared. It was like yeah. totally like ran on the lamb. Yeah, in, in July 2013. So the Washington State Adjur- Attorney General now is suing on behalf of a, of a few Washington State um, residents. Right, because I mean all those, crowd, all those backers could come from just about anywhere, but yeah. since a handful of them came from one place, the AG's getting involved, which is wild. Yeah, um, and so he's suing them under the Consumer Protection Act and for each violation, that's about $2,000 on there. So this is the first time we've actually seen a Kickstarter project get sued by a state, nonetheless, um, for not delivering their projects. Because Kickstarter themselves have said, you know what, we, you know, we're, not el- we're not liable. You can't come after Kickstarter for, for a project. But this is showing us that there, there are still places that will keep you, uh, keep you honest, I guess. Keep you yeah. And I honestly don't think it would have gotten to this far if he just had kept communicating with them right. and been honest um, and just talked. And sometimes just, you know. He looks like a nice guy. Look at that picture. Yeah. He looks like a yeah. sweet, nice guy. Yeah. He, he apparently runs a uh, um, a business where he's like a manager for um, music musicians and stuff, too. So this is really weird. Has there been any up, updates or anything on this? Um, like- so right now, the GeekWire contacted kickstarted and they you know quoted their um, we we don't get you're, you're you're donating at your own risk on uh-huh. there 
uh-huh. then they also said that uh, tens of thousands of incredible projects have been brought to life through Kickstarter. We want every backer to have an amazing experience, and we're frustrated when they don't. We hope this process brings resolution and clarity to the backers of the project. So they're pretty much saying, yeah, it sucks you didn't get anything, but we're not doing anything about it. Which I think is totally fine for Kickstarter to say that, because that's been their status from the very beginning. Yeah. But I also love the update that they did uh, you know, a few days ago where they just said to, they reached out to the attorney general's office and they said, well, we hope to send a message to other project creators that they need to take the responsibility seriously and we will bring more cases if needs be. So I, I to me, that's a, that's a Washington kind of setting the bar. Yeah. I, I would love to see other states kind of get in there and also help people be responsible. I, and we don't hear about a lot of projects that like fund real great with a great idea and then run away with the money yeah. we don't hear about that very often yeah so you know like if it was me and that's one thing to think about when you're putting a project have a contingency plan what happens if you raise your money and then something runs into that's yeah. what that's the whole reason they have the risks and responsibilities section on kickstarter is for you to think about those things and it's yep. not just a box that you should just skip over find, um, find a way to fix it yeah. have a backup plan for letting everybody know hey if this goes down and i think it's totally fine that if Given this stuff, if if a project you know, just flops, falters, you for some reason you can't deliver what it is that you thought you could, and you've run out of money, I mean, the, the honest good thing to do is just send everybody a note and say, this is exactly what went wrong. Here are the bad choices that were made, or maybe we trusted mm-hmm. somebody we shouldn't have and they didn't deliver. Uh, you just keep that open, honest chain and save your name. I mean, this yeah. guy's out in hiding now, and he's going to have to witness relocation or something. I mean, yeah. he's... Screwed. Like, yeah, if it was me and screwed up, I would like do everything in my power to get the project out to them. Even if it might take some time, I'd keep updating. I'd like if it was financial reason, I'd get another job to just to try to I'm like, all right, guys, I I actually picked up another job and I'm trying to get you this right. it may take some more time, but I'm doing everything in my power to deliver this to you guys. So integrity, my friends. Integrity. Yeah. So um so keep that in mind. And if you don't want to get into legal trouble, just deliver just be transparent that's always good being transparent is never bad all right drew um let's jump into some actual projects right there Um, so we're 13 minutes in we've taught you everything you need to know now yes let's let's see a project all right so um i don't know if you you and i don't have this problem because we don't smoke but smoking is still one of the biggest things and guys smoking is bad my day job is it's me in healthcare, and anything that's related to smoking it's bad so <laughs> take it so, from KT he see, he sees the damage. Yeah, so um the Quitbit is actually a device that's trying to help smokers stop and it kind of follows the same idea of, you know, those Nike fuel bands, the Fitbit, um the Jawbone up, the fitness trackers except this time it's actually an activity tracker for smokers. So what it does is it actually keeps track of how many cigarettes you've had, when was the last time you had a cigarette, things like that, things that will give you information about your smoking habits so you can change them. Right there the, right there on the lighter itself. Yeah, on the lighter itself. It has a little screen. You, yep, you almost have to see it to even light your cigarette. Yeah, and what's cool about this is you're like, how, how, how do they know this? So instead of using a flame, they actually use a heating element like the uh, car cigarette mm-hmm. lighters that Just you have coil. on yeah. there so it knows how many times you lit it plus it has bluetooth on it so you can sync it with your phone and have an app that you can actually program so sometimes you can even set your limits so if you've yeah. had too many in like an hour or so it won't light for you so it helps keep you honest it's not going to stop you entirely i mean you can go find a match right somewhere right, right. else but it's it's these devices that give you more information uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of information 
and you know that way you can trend and see how many cigarettes you're having um because one of your own goals yeah all that yeah because one of the biggest things you talk to people is like do you know how many cigarettes you smoke a day like i don't know one or two but then when they really count it it's like six and you're like holy crap that's a lot and cigarettes are not cheap they're not cheap um so i i I love this um the battery in it lasts for about a um one week or a hundred lights so that's a couple packs of cigarettes i think Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially when it only takes a couple hours to charge not a not a big deal for that so i I love it and even has a community aspect so you can tweet out and whatnot so you can you know it's kind of that group thing to help you quit smoking on there um so uh, i i love it um what what do you kind of think about this um i i like they did they did have a nice story i loved what they did with the with the project with the idea again i'm not the target demographic but but i loved what they were kind of saying if you could measure it you can manage it that that makes total sense. If you've got an addiction, if you've got something you're trying to fix or change in your life, if you can measure it, you can then adjust that measurement to hit goals and to reach goals and stuff. So I love the idea. Um, I had you know my question was like, what what do I do after I quit? You know, I made it. Do I just put this on a mantle and be like, hey, here's you know, eighty dollars or whatever it was to there's what I there's what I used to quit, and and maybe that's worth it because you probably spend a lot a lot more on the patch or other things. But I also thought it would be cool to be able to just like gift it to somebody else and be like, "This is what helped me try it." Because so, obviously, it has a, a long, a long life, and somebody is really determined to quit. They'll be able to do it in a you know a couple of months or so. So um, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like it. I, 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 for me, it's a track. Yeah. For me, it's a track. I, I think I'll tell others about it and and hope that it funds. How close was it to funding? I don't remember. Uh, not even close yet. But they barely launched. Um, they ba- okay, so they're so, fresh. They're yeah, fresh. so they're they're looking to raise fifty thousand dollars. So far, they're at uh, seventeen thousand dollars with twenty eight days to go. I I'm confident they can reach that. Yeah. Um. On there and like, is it bad that I kind of want to like start smoking so I can just get these <laughs> to quit? But, uh, I, I I think it's cool. Um. And you know, like. I, I if I quit, I would have that up and like that's my little buddy right there. You know, that's kind of my crutch. Um, I, I'd probably still even carry it. So you know, on those days that you get cravings, even after you quit, you just hold it up and you're like, no, no. It's like maybe it's, maybe that's something they can put in there where you just be like, put a don't even think about it or something like get some sort of like custom after you've succeeded. Yeah, you have a little custom token that says don't even try it. So like yeah, I love the idea. To me, it's a back because I'm all about more information. We first start started seeing them with the fitness trackers, and now we're now it's kind of expanding even more. So I just think of all the possibilities of having this information around you, things that you don't know. Like I would personally, if it was for me, and I got back into StarCraft, I would love one that logged how often I played StarCraft, and that might be okay. Maybe not <laughs> for me to to quit. I mean, talking about StarCraft today, I. I, I got a little bit of the itch. Yeah, well, so, itchy, I'm, uh, I'm sorry to help that. I was not a part of that. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? These guys have only been launched for a day. So, yeah. They, so, they, I, I think they'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they did one, one, one day or two days, I guess, today. And so, that, that's, this, is, this is a good project example. If you want to look at something that's done a really great, a great video along with the great like pictures all the way down, uh, wonderful layouts. The, everything everything is in there is a, a very good project yeah so i like it all right drew let's go on to our next project and this Hi. is actually probably a problem that you and i both have I, yes I, I i know you don't wear ties that often but i wear ties fairly often and we always run into this problem yep. of not getting it right um some people might not know this but there's actually a correct length 
yes. to, ha- to have a tie, and it yes. should be the bottom of the tie should barely touch the top of your belt. I never Other. get there. I um, never get there. I'm either like two buttons too high or it's dragging down to my crotch. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, when I do it, I always have to kind of like, oh, crap. I end up tying my tie two or three times yeah, just to yeah. get it to the right length because it bugs me that when it doesn't. I, I have certain ties now that I've done it for, again, I've done it for, for a long time. Obviously, I do it every, every Sunday I wear a tie and then on special days at school I wear a tie. But I also spent two years you know, serving the mission where I wore a tie every day and multiple ties a day. So I, I've got a pretty good habit where I can tie it in one and I still, I'll, I'll mess it up and just leave it long and goofy. Yeah. <laughs> But this this particular project, I think, solves that, and I like I like uh, what they're doing with it. It's very simple. It's very easy. Their goal is manageable. Uh, it's called Length Matters. Get it right the first time with TIE-Q. So TIE-Q is the project. It's a simple, easy-to-use system that makes it so that you can tie that perfect tie length every time. Developed out of frustration, and I think that's so true because no matter what you're tying, it's always, it's always too short or too long, and they've got great visuals for that. But essentially... You take this this measurement, and their their package tells you how to measure your your uh, length circumference, and then your torso length. You do some mathematics and some little grid, and and it'll look at that, and you can find exactly where to put a special marker on each of your ties. And I believe this the kit comes with nine markers. You lay your tie out, you find that marker spot, and on all the ties that you wear frequently, you put a little a little marker on there so that you know, it's a super sticky thing, so that when you tie your tie, you know exactly where to put that marker. That's what hangs right here, and you tie it around it. Now, I would have to probably learn how to tie ties differently, because I actually take the small end, sorry, take the small end, I measure it to a button, and then I I do my looping and wrapping and tying with the big end. The way that they've kind of got it is they, they and maybe it's just the style that I tie, but they, they're tying the little end around, and then yeah, I think there's a hundred ways to so, tie. It. Yeah, there are totally different knots and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, he likes the he, he likes to do the symmetrical one, but I I like a symmetrical knot on there. Yeah, so. he, he's kind of off, and I, I like a nice little triangle piece right there. Yeah, um, on there. So there's there's multiple ways of doing it, and I actually do this mentally. But the problem is, I never remember where it is on each of my ties. So this is actually something that will give you a visual cue market. on it on where yeah. to do it. So that's why. Um, that's why I guess my question is, hey, does your super say quit bit? No, it's different. Nope, that's not the right one. This one. I want to thank you. Nope. No, that's our next that's one. I'm excited one. about that one too. I love having your playback. Oh man, thank you. It's going to be awesome. All right, we'll fix it. It didn't save. I bet it didn't save. We'll fix so, that in post. <laughs> so I guess my biggest question with this, and I, I love the idea, and I know a lot of people that that wear ties and will wear more ties, but my biggest question is I tie based on the small end and this system is seems to be based on the marker goes in the same place on every tie. It's it's you measure it off the end of the tie, mark it, and that's what you hold at your at your neck level and tie everything around it. But that's that's backwards for me. And I think that if I measured from the small end I'd get a different effect. So I guess for me I I will back it and I will figure it out and find out what works for me. Um, I have way more nine ties. How many ties do you have, Katie? Uh, way more than nine too. But I, I figured once you get used to being able to do this, you probably can. Maybe you could just measure it out. Measure it out for another one, and or or get a whole bunch of these because I don't think it costs that much to get these super sticky sticky stickers. Yeah, I could borrow my kids' stickers. I could have like little unicorns on the back of the tie and be like, "That's the unicorn spot." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I have probably seventy-eight ties. Holy crap, true. 
I was I was a seminary teacher for a year. Oh, I was I was I was. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, um, that's a lot of ties. This one's so, a back for me too. Just back for me, and just, I, I think it's brilliant. I think that's yeah. why it's back for me. Yeah, it, it's so simple too. You don't have to worry about pins or anything. Anything that's going to damage your tie, it's unobtrusive. Not going to make it look weird when you tie your knots and everything. It's just perfect. Yeah, yeah but I, I that's I think that's why it's perfect, simple, easy, and manageable. They they went for a goal that was not overly crazy it was that you know it was just they're halfway there already yeah they're they're and they started maybe a few days ago i think mm-hmm. it's so pretty that's 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 really good yeah they started on the ninth so that was only yes or four days ago so yeah so I, I think they're gonna go over just fine and i will be telling a lot of uh you know friends and family that are about to be tie wearers for for their missions i will, I will let them know about yeah. it um so that's the so that is the tie cue back, back from both of us. All right, so here's something that I don't do often, and that's eat salads. And part of the reasons I don't eat salads is I, you know, it's 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 about the flavors and everything about salad dressing. So flavors hold yeah. you back, really? Well, and the healthiness factor too. Um, but <laughs> grease just tastes so much better. Yes, it uh, does. <laughs> um, so we have salad shots. And what they do is they um, are trying to reinvent salad dressing. And part of the thing about salad dressings is transporting them because, you know, everybody has those giant bottles of salad dressing. Right, when you right. make, and even if you're making it at home, you make tons of them, right? So the whole idea of salad shots are single-serve packets of salad dressing that use unique flavors that a lot of people tend not to look at. Unique. Yeah. You, you, okay. Yeah. This is part of the problem. I mean, they do have flavors like rose petal and chocolate chip. And uh, yes, I, there's two. Is pomegranate a unique flavor? As you can see, I am not anywhere close to being a salad. I don't. Expert. I don't think pomegranate's that unique. I guess I don't know. That's. Yeah. that's but but carry on. I I won't I won't spoil yeah. it yet. And, and so you, you they come in these weird squeeze it shape packages things that you see for kids a lot of times. So it has a lid that you can actually unscrew and then pour things out, or you can just rip the package open and use it as a dipping tray on there. Um, and it comes with. So they're they're launching with six different flavors, and the flavors are chocolate chip, pomegranate, citrus ginger, honey mustard, rose petal, and feel good ranch. On there, um, as as far as I know, it honey mustard, citrus ginger, and uh, ranch are right. They're there traditional they're- ones, but they do list other flavors, and those are the flavors that I kind of want: mac and cheese, mint yes. basil, and PB and J. Those are like the flavors yes. that i'm looking yes. for that's and, and i and i wonder i mean it's just kind of a novelty project and i wonder if they're if they're if they shouldn't put some of those more novel ones up front but uh, I, I think those would be the unique ideas that could get a little yeah. bit more people backing it on there um and like yeah if they had those flavors i might want to eat salad more often maybe. yeah I see, I, i'm the guy that's like i'll take salad with as much bacon and and, and, and croutons and yeah. you know blue cheese give me lots of blue cheese <laughs> yeah. all the stuff that they say you shouldn't eat a lot of mm. yeah good, good things. i still i still feel like i'm I'm cleansing if i have one salad a week it's like hey it's my cleansing meal hold on <laughs> eat a salad thanks to my wife i eat very well and i will eat salads so i i think this one is again a, a fun project and i think we had a lot of these in the cuts and we should talk about yes. a lot of these after yes. the show but there's there's a lot of silly ones. This one to me was borderline silly because it was like, I, I get it. I understand that 
salad dressing has gotten boring for you. But these, I guess for me, citrus ginger, honey mustard, even feel-good ranch, pomegranate, they just weren't out there enough to be, like, the novelty side of things. So all it became was, like, we got a cool new package for your favorite flavors. That's, I mean, that's, all, that's kind of all it was. Even, even in, the video was really well done, but that's, mm -hmm. as I watched it, I was like, I, I can buy these. I already can get these. I don't, I don't need, and I don't travel that much that I need a <laughs> salad dressing to go with me. If I'm going to have salad at school, I'm going to, you know, work or whatever. I'm going to mix it up and take a, you know, my container ready to go with all my dressing. I'm not carrying dressing with me. Anyway, so yeah. for me, this was kind of a borderline silly one, so I will sack it. Yeah. I mean, fun, exciting, neat, but I want to see stuff. I want to see different flavors. Like if, like you were saying, if there was like a Milk Duds flavor, a Bottle Caps flavor, Ooh. a Nerds flavor, right? <laughs> oh. these are the things that I would be like, yep, yes. I'm in. Yeah, for, for me, it's a track. It, it On paper, it sounds like a good idea, but it's not giving me those unique flavors that I really, right. really want. And these guys in their video, you can tell they're totally into this idea and wanting to bring these fresh new flavors on there. Um, but I think they played it a little bit safe on there. I think so. I think so. And, and you know what? It looks like they may make it. They are rolling in about halfway right now. Halfway and still like a month and a half to go. So, so. if they keep up their momentum and if they pull that, you know, the, the press in and their, and their Twitters and other things, I think they can do it. How, although, if you look at this, there's only 32 backers for that half. That's 12 grand between 32 people. That tells oh. me that it's a lot of money <laughs> it, it's a lot of money from a, on a few people i really yeah. think that if this is going to fly and it looks like they've already put a lot into the packaging and and uh didn't they have a like advertisement on the side of a bus stop yeah, yeah they, i mean they've put stuff into this i think we've got to see a lot more backer to to backing per capita like i just yeah. 32 is not much yeah all right so um, good luck slash shot salad shot. I, I keep looking at it and seeing slash dot. I've been on the internet. Slash dot. Um, so unfortunately, slash Drew, but sad though, is that's the last project of the day. <sighs> that's a delicious end right there. Yeah. yeah. So you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the KitCast. If you have any projects or anything that you want to suggest us covering, please let us know. KitCast at ktdata.net or on Facebook, facebook.com slash KitCast. Or on, here. or on the Twitters at KitCast, Google Plus, plus.kitcast.net, or just tweet, a, or you can tweet our individual accounts too. Drew's is um, Night20, and Night mine 20. is KT Data, and you know, we'll, we'll put it on the list. We can't guarantee it'll be on the show, but we'll put it on the list. Um, there's, a, there's a big list that I, I can't wait to get yes. to. Maybe we'll do that for like a release next week or something. We'll run off some of these silly ones real quick. Yes. Um, and then... Thank you all in the chat room, Rev, Sparky, Laser Room. Thank you guys for watching live. If you guys want to watch live, they're all they always say funny things. Some of the stuff they said, I yeah. started laughing through this episode. Um, very, very active chat room today. Yeah. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. You you can find our next live show May 27, 2014. and that's, that's at, my mom's birthday. Ooh, happy birthday to your mom! Neat at uh, live.kickcast.net. And um, let's see what else. Make sure you guys check out Drew's other show, Little Big Cast. It is doing hilarious. Well. It's doing um, well. Today was a fun day. Today was a fun day. We, we, in fact, I think it's up and posted already. So you go to littlebigcast.com and it'll pop you right over to KT Data site and you will see our latest episode where we talk about my beard. We talk about pooping. I mean, it's, uh, it's all the good stuff right there. Yeah. All the good yeah. stuff on there. Um, and then, you know, if you're over at ktdata.net, make sure you check out all the good things. Like, I just barely opened April's Loot Crate and May's Loot Crate's oh, yeah. coming soon. So find out what's in the box. So, guys, um, 
Oh, of course, Drew. Thanks for coming by. I always enjoy it, and I don't know where the time goes. Super fun. Flies by. All right. So we will see you guys in two weeks. Till then. Bye. Bye.